episode 402, 402 of Global from Asia. Today we're talking, it's an advanced one, advanced shipping containers, sharing containers from Thailand to US or overseas. It's one of, you know, I like these, he's not been on podcasts before and these people are head down doing business cross-border trade. Let's tune in today. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. Grabs. Grab is everywhere here in, in Thailand. It's a nice, I like this, this trees. You know, if you're watching on the video for version, you'll see it's like red flower tree behind me. I've been noticing it more this this year in Chiang Mai. So today we got a cool one, Genghis Gonzalez. He's an American here in Thailand, business owner, entrepreneur, making things happen. I've gotten a chance to see him quite a few times. I visited his, his office. We did a little video actually. Luciano was here of his operations. He's he does he's a seller himself. He has a factory here. He also has a logistics center here. So we're going to put the video as well. It's not this this show, but we're going to have a video tour of his facility I did with Luciano a month or so ago. But today what happened was I was learning about container shipping. You know, we're, we're, we got a few brands now we're doing here in our Amazon uh, investments team. And I needed to learn this myself. And I said, hey, Genghis, can I just record this? You know, can I just record this and use it as a podcast? So he's like, yeah, sure, why not? And we just dove right in. I didn't even introduce him, but he's the CEO and founder of Go Terrestrial, which does like logistics, shared containers, mostly ocean containers from Thailand to the US. And he's, he's got his experience, he's doing it for himself. He'll also be at the cross-border summit. We, we made a deal, he'll be sharing, also have a little booth there. So it'd be really cool for those coming to meet him. He's, he's really working hard. So let's look, tune into the show and we will see what is some insights about ocean containers, sharing containers, 40 foot, 20 foot, consolidating, you know, trucking, air, a little bit, mostly ocean. But I would call this advanced and we just kind of went right into it, you know, no, no BS and I needed this, our team used it for our own business. So let's tune in. All right, we have Tommy, the sales manager at Cross Better Logistics. How are you, Tommy? Hi, hello. We just got to meet here in Shenzhen, China, it's great. Uh, they support the show at Global From Asia and we also use them ourselves for many of our brands and e-commerce businesses and Tommy really cares. They always are uh, trying to help us save money, you know, not, you have some products you keep for us in China, you have some products you keep for us in the U.S. warehouse and uh, I really appreciate that and you'll, you can talk to this seller, right? You can give them your advice, you work with many Chinese sellers a lot right and uh, you can help um, help the sellers understand more yeah we are very professional for the shipment to USA and Canada also we have warehouse in USA and Canada we can have our uh, factories supplies sellers for the shipment yes. yeah, yeah for yes. the e-commerce business yep and you even keep stuff uh, in China too so sometimes if you have the limitations of uh, sending too much to Amazon, you can keep it here in China with with uh, Cross Better, or you can send of course to the US warehouse. They have many different options and they're always trying their best to find uh, find out what's the best solution for you. So yeah. definitely 
talk to Tommy, talk to Cross better, and thank you for your uh, support of the community. Yes, we have good pricing and better service. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, so I'll walk you through the entire process from shipping your cargo by sea into FBA. So from my understanding, you guys have a 40-foot equivalent, right? Yeah, yeah so maybe I'll, I'll sh yeah, I guess it's good. I'll, I'll, I'll share this beginning. Sure. So we started this brand during COVID and we actually tried to send a 40 foot to try and tie it to the Amazon directly, but there had the limitations. So we had to use mm -hmm. a 3PL in LA. Um, sure. Actually, there was a lot of nightmares with that, but that's another story. <laughs> and so we've gone through a lot of that, although some of that's stolen, I'd consider stolen, but not released. But anyways, we're sending more and we have another 40 foot container. We have another 40 foot container and we want the Amazon will allow us to send it all in. We can book the shipping plan, but sure. the shipping plan is giving us, we've, we've canceled a rebook twice. We've changed settings. It keeps giving mm -hmm. us two or three different ones all around the US, like Michigan, like Kentucky, like all over. So sure. I've, we've been chatting and I've been talking to a lot of other friends that most say it's not possible to send one container to Amazon anymore. Or maybe if it ever, I'll be honest, I, n I usually never do. <laughs> so this one's a bit bigger. Of, it's a bigger one for me, but I don't usually do this. So so one friend said there's some software I sent you. I don't feel like mentioning the name, but sure. yep. a friend says maybe you can get that to kind of fit it to one fulfillment center. I don't know. We're trying to learn that, but it's still syncing the API. As I record this mm -hmm. in 24 hours, they're still syncing the API. It's just software. It's not a service. It's just software. It's supposed to make it, but... But that, that's kind of the situation. So I know you do, you know, we, we've been, you know, you do, you specialize in oceans from Thailand to the US. So I yeah. probably should have brought this up to you earlier, but it's basically, you know, at the factory ready. He's never done FBA prep. So we have to teach him FBA prep because sure. we did, we did it to the LA before and they prepped it. And, you know, when we got the shipping plan, but so we got to teach him FBA prep. I don't know if you still need to do that if we're using your solution, but basically we're scrambling because we want to mm -hmm. just, we're slow on some of these yeah, items. Right. So we're sure. a little bit low on some items. So we really want, it's been like over a week, actually longer, because some ACEs we had to create, they they flagged us hazmat, we had to wait for hazmat, and we keep hitting these bumps. Now we're getting two or three shipping centers all over the US, and we've sure. been trying to solve this for like two days now. That's kind of the story. Great. Oh, okay. So so I'll probably ask you just a couple of questions about the shipment, then I'll kind of walk you through the process. Sure. And then, yeah, then we can sort of figure, then we can start running some numbers maybe and then see like, okay, what's actually the, the most sense for you? Like, you know, what's going to save you guys the most money? And then hopefully if there's something in it for us, then, then it's a win-win. Sure. So you said hazmat, right? That might be an issue. We, we, we see that it, a lot. It got approved. Uh, it, it, we, we fixed okay. that. But we do. It's, it, what's that? Are the items liquid? No liquid. They touch liquid. They're pour spouts, bottle openers. Not openers, okay, but yeah. they're all plastic that they, you know, they, they, they're approved for the U.S. FDA and approved. Assuming they're just standard small items. Yeah, I mean, I got a bunch here. You know, like this is one. Okay, yeah, that looks pretty like looks small, this, actually. This is, they're, they're small. Like this is a glass rimmer for cocktails. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And this, cool. I think they flagged the pour spouts, even, but they always approve it, but they... Flagged it as potential hazmat, right? 
this this you see these they're bottle yeah. top they go on the top of a bottle got it so this is like a, for a wine pour or something yeah or so just any bottle wine pours is another keyword yeah wine pours bottle pours and then okay. bar caddies sure so it's all injectable plastic yeah that's awesome I mean, yeah, awesome that the, the brand is like, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all yeah, custom yeah. packaging. We've done all of this, you know. Okay, perfect. And then, yeah. yeah GTIN, barcodes, you know, registered brand registry, everything. Yeah. We, we actually have a U.S., we registered a U.S. corporation for this. So. Perfect, that's it. We actually did a custom, exactly we have our own right customs way. bond we did last year. Okay. I don't know if okay. we should use it or not for. Yeah. If it's a container, yeah, for sure. And and you probably want to renew it every year as well. Yep. Yeah, so, so we have yeah. an agent in the U.S. for that. And then the, the Thai company can serve as the shipper, right, from Thailand. Yeah, that's what we've done. Perfect. So you guys are doing it completely by the book. That's fantastic. You shouldn't have any issues shipping out of Thailand and importing it into the U.S. That's the good news. So for Amazon, we've, we've sent, like, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of shipments into Amazon. And it's a, it's a hit or miss. So I think I was mentioning in the email, we have a warehouse in the Los Angeles area. So precisely because we have an address there, and I'm, I'm guessing maybe this is what that software is doing for you. It's setting the shipping address as a, a localized US address. And as a result, Amazon tries to carry you up with an FBA warehouse nearby. So they do this for small standard items. For oversized items, we've never had any luck getting a nearby warehouse. So usually it's the next state over or a few states over. But for small, smaller items, it's always Southern California. Once in a while, we'll get Arizona. Once in a while, Nevada. But it's always in that area. So, so that's the good news. If, if you, know, you, you pass through our warehouse, you'll have that. The, the last mile delivery is going to be a lot cheaper. You don't have to drive it, truck it halfway around the country. As far as getting it into one warehouse, you can use inventory placement, but that is crazy expensive. I don't know if you've played around with that yet, Mike. Mm, I think that's what we were maybe trying to do that some friends were telling us about to try to rearrange the shipping plan. So we were re rearranging. The other thing to note is our, our partner in the factory insists to do floor loaded, not palletized. So this is a floor loaded container. Ooh, okay, yeah. So that, that could be an, an issue. I'm not sure if Amazon accepts floor load, to be honest. We researched recently and it says they do. But okay. I don't know. I mean, we're also yeah. double checking, but it says they do. And my, yeah, my knowledge is obsolete because it's been seven years since I worked in an Amazon FBA warehouse. And back then it was only returns that were floor loaded. Everything else was, you know, for sale was arriving palletized. Okay. And, and this is mainly because they have two separate receiving teams. They have the pallet team and that it, it goes to a special locked zone that's for pallets. And then a secondary team comes in and breaks the pallets up. And then okay. puts those, you know, then um, that team also breaks it down into individual units. And that's how it gets stocked in, in the shelves. I'm, I'm sending inventory placement. I'm sending that word just to research in, in your chat. It's in the settings. Okay. Yeah. You your shipment settings. The problem with inventory placement is that they charge by the piece. And I think it's at, it could be as high as 55 cents per piece now, per piece. So that's insane. If you're sending a 40 footer, I'm assuming just by the size of that unit, 
you're probably looking at, well, I don't know, about three, 4,000 units at least, maybe more mm. in that container. So the inventory placement fees are going to be insane. You know, we're looking at $2,000 already. Okay. So it's probably not, not an option you want. Yeah, I understand. Right. And then, so the advantage of palletizing is that, yeah, Amazon can definitely receive that. We've done it all the time. But then, you know, as you know, the disadvantage is there's more cost upfront on the tie side, right? Because you're gonna have to get the pallet wood and to wrap it a certain way and, and follow all the rules of how Amazon palletizes. So, yeah. you know, that's yeah. yeah, so this is where we've been, I can send you a blog post and, you know, I had a horrible experience in our last receiving warehouse sure Funny was it floor loaded yeah it was floor loaded so uh, yeah so my guess would be they, they lost some pieces or misplaced them it's such a long story and they yeah. they wanted twenty thousand dollars to receive two containers okay that's 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 not cool at all they said so that's, that's normal cool. rate for la for uh -huh. and they were in, insisting i send them quotes that show otherwise and I sent them multiple other quotes and they said those are not real or those are not actually West Coast or something like this. And then we made a payment to them of 5k and then they disappeared and haven't responded and essentially stolen our product. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a lawsuit up and coming, but then the, I can't imagine the pain. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's the worst is it was a friend before. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, there's that's that's ridiculous that that receiving fee. From what I've seen, in fact, we would only charge a few hundred dollars to receive. Cuz it's just the labor. It's just the labor of pulling stuff off, you know, a container and then and then shelving it, which yeah, would take they, a couple hours. I mean, that seems really low, honestly. I mean, normally we were thinking at least three to four thousand US because it oh, to receive a container two forty four containers floor loaded. Uh, this just the warehouse receiving fee. Yeah, not shipping. Oh. Yeah, no, no, that's no. We wouldn't charge that high. We we uh, to be fair, we haven't done a floor load, but it's not that high. Okay. Yeah. All right. That just re-verifies. Yeah. Anyway, let's yeah. move forward. Sure, um, and that's another reason why you'd want to palletize too, because. With palletization, it takes minutes, right? I mean, you just a forklift just comes in, takes a stack off, and then just repeats twenty times, and you're done. Mm -hmm. So, so you 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 might lose a little bit of space. You're going to lose about maybe eight to ten percent space of the of the container because you know you've got all that extra air and, and wood from the pallet. But you make up for it on on the tail end with just much cheaper receiving costs. Got it. Okay. Sure. So uh, I'll I'll walk you through with a just a, a generic kind of process. Sorry if my eyes dark because I'm looking at another screen. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, so the first thing, yeah, it's going to be an FBA shipment. That's the first thing we check is if it's going to be an FBA shipment, which it is. We're still leaning heavily towards pallets, and of course we can run the numbers if if you want towards the end of the Zoom call and just do the number crunching. Um, it looks like you guys have, you've already produced it. You've already checked all the boxes. You guys are the shipper from the, the Thai company. Do you guys have an export license already in Thailand? As far as you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we okay. Do. Perfect. And we have okay, a um, normal export agent that we, so when we did the other containers, the factory 
our partner and I, they had their export side and we had our shipping side import talking. Side. Yeah. Okay. Import side talking. Sure. Okay. So let's see. What else are we looking at? Okay. The importer is going to be a U.S. company. Yeah. So as long as you have a U.S. tax ID, an EIN. Yeah. EIN, Florida Corporation. Perfect. You're going to have the customs bond at least Perfect. last Perfect. Then you are set. Then, and you guys will be your own consignee. So that's not a problem. Let's see. No FDA issues, right? You're not, this is not an FDA or. Yeah, doesn't look like there's any extra labeling. I mean, when we imported last time, there was wood. We're not sending wood this time, but we had, it wasn't a big issue, but there was something that we had to provide for the wood yeah. origin. Wood requires the Lacey Act uh, paperwork. That's super easy to do. All you need is the weight and basically the value and the species of the wood. Let's see. Yeah, so that, I think that's, those are the, really the big checks that you need. And of course, invoice and packing list, which you can generate pretty easily enough. Once the container leaves, there's something called an importer security, fi security filing. That's something that your agent should do. It just basically lets U.S. Customs know that, hey, we got a shipment inbound. It should all be done kind of in the background. You shouldn't even be aware of it. And then uh, normally you give your import agent about a one week heads up before the ship's about to arrive and they'll start preparing the paperwork. You know, I'm assuming that the ship arrives in Los Angeles, I'm assuming is, is the port you're looking at. Yeah. I mean, LAX is what we were Sure. Yeah. And then from then on, it's about a one week clearance process. And then the, that's the first big expense in the U S so you're, you're usually looking at around 500 to a thousand dollars to clear because of all the paperwork and labor is so expensive in the U S so all the, all the paperwork's got to be filed. The next expense is drayage. So that's when we got to get a, basically a tractor trailer, like an 18 wheeler to go down to the port and retrieve a container, right? So that, that has a bunch of fees, not only the labor, but we have to pay for a port pass and, you know, all the fees, you know, environmental fees and this and that drayage can be close to a thousand dollars as well. Once that's done, then the item, the container is typically brought into a warehouse, like it could be our warehouse. And oh. then from then on, it's just D-Van, which is basically pull all the contents out. And if you've got an Amazon shipment plan already set up, then it's just a matter of arranging Amazon to come and pick up the pallets from then on. Or if you don't want to send it to Amazon right away, then storage by the pallet or even by the carton is an option. Yeah, so maybe since... I know we've been chatting about it, but maybe just for the completeness of the call, it, as we know, Amazon keeps increasing their storage fees. Can, can you remind yes. me what happened with that? Sure. Currently the rate is 87 cents per cubic meter per month. And this assumes that a, a relatively, you know, your, your goods are flowing. I think if, if you've got an average dwell time of over six months, the rate increases again to around a buck and a half. I think I have to double check. And then if you hit the nine month mark, it goes up even more. And then as, as you know, the fourth quarter, that's when it gets insane. It goes in like the $2, two and a half dollar range per cubic foot per month. So that's definitely something you want to be wary of. You know, you just want to bring in the minimum amount into FBA that's needed to, you know, to not run out of stock basically. And uh, this is the one good thing of using a, a third party warehouse for temporary storage. You can get cheaper rates usually. For example, our warehouse, I think we charge 50 cents a cubic foot per month. So, and, and there's no, no gimmicks. Like if you hold up for more than six months or during December, the rate is still the same. 
Okay. Got it. Yeah. So one thing, are you familiar with Amazon Partner Carrier? I think you've mentioned it to me before. But, but PC or Amazon Partner Carrier. It's a, it's a system we're on. And what it basically means is that that last mile delivery to FBA, it can be done two ways. You can arrange your own truck to deliver straight into the Amazon warehouse, or you can tell Amazon to pick it up from you. So the advantage of telling Amazon to come and pick it up from you is that they are cheap. They are so much cheaper than other trucking companies that it doesn't even make sense to use other trucking companies to do that last mile. Just as a sort of an example, within California, it typically, typically costs us around $100 per pallet to do that final delivery. And that's deducted from your Amazon seller account. So Amazon will come, they'll pick up your pallet, They'll inbound it, and then at that point, your seller central account will get pulled about 100 bucks per pallet. If you were to use a, you know, a private trucking company, the, the cheapest rates we're able to get now is around two or $300 per pallet, even within California. And if you're shipping to, let's say, Texas from California or something, then the rates will go like three, four, dollars $500 a pallet. So it's definitely the way to go for that last mile. Okay. The only drawback to APC is that they're a little slow, so you just have to, you know, plan bounding a little bit more. So like the, the best trucking companies we use will typically get your cargo into Amazon FBA within maybe three to five days. Amazon may take twice as long, you know, maybe a week or so, but as usually it's still worth it for us. Makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, do you want to share about the idea of like maybe not sending the whole container at once and splitting yeah. it? Yeah, so this is something that actually a couple of our customers do. So we work with, we're a small business, so we work with a lot of small businesses. And a lot of them aren't able to just churn out container after container after container, you know, a couple times a month. So what they opt to do is they may be like, hey, we, we guarantee we'll send you a container's worth. Can you give us three months to do it? And then we'll write a contract and be like, sure, we'll give you the container rate plus extra paperwork fees. And then you can send maybe six, seven pallets at a time. 40 pallets go inside a container, by the way. So, and, and this way they're able to maintain a good rate while not putting too much stress on their factory. It benefits them, it benefits us because we, are, we, we have continuous cargo coming in and we're both able to benefit off of this. So for something like this, you might not need to send that entire 40 footer right away. Maybe you know that six months worth of inventory so you might only want to send maybe a third of it and then the next month a third of it and then so mm. on okay so that could be an idea because storage in thailand is much cheaper mm -hmm. it's probably free at the factory so you can just hold on to it until and then you just plan like two months out which is about the the amount of time it would take leaving yeah. your factory before it gets into amazon i know we're planning a 20 foot or lcl in july right now mm -hmm. so maybe it would be do you think LCL or 20 foot? I mean, let's, we can run the numbers. Sometimes it's, we have people say we, they want to do a 20 footer and then they'll come to us and we're even we're able to beat a 20 foot price because we just take their 20 and their 20 footer worth of cargo, pair it with some other cargo. We got a 40 footer and then the 40 footer goes. And because a 40 footer is actually not that much more expensive than shipping a 20 footer, 
we can pass the savings on to the customer and then we get a, cu a customer out of it as well. Got it. Okay. So that could be an idea. Yeah. So, so that's, that's later we can talk about, but yeah, this one is a bit more ur urgent. Hmm. If it's super urgent, you know, I'm just throwing ideas around. Obviously we'll, we'll look at the numbers. One thing we've often done is we just send, we just pick up the cargo direct from the factory. Like we, we literally have a, a truck down there tomorrow and we can do the entire prep at, at our warehouse. So, and then, and then since you're here in Chiang Mai, you could just come in and look at it. So it'll be everything from, you know, barcoding at the individual level, if needed. The, uh, I mean, they're down in Hawaii. I mean, but it would make sense to come up and go down again? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. We get asked that pretty frequently. In, in the big picture, if you're sending a lot of cargo, no, it does. It obviously doesn't. But if you're, if you're not a, quite a big seller, it does in some ways because labor is cheaper up here in Chiang Mai and so is rent. So we pay much less rent than let's say in Hua Hin or in the Bangkok, Chonburi area. And because of that, there's some savings to the actual labor for, you know, putting together the, the cargo. And then obviously as, as you guys grow and grow and grow, then you know, there's going to be better options down the road, maybe a warehouse closer to the port, or maybe, you know, we can figure out how to train the Hua Hin team to pack pallets, you know, and, and create Amazon shipments by the pallet and so on. Got it. Well, the reason about the pallets is not they don't know how, but the, the, he, he insists they can fit so much more product. Yes, you absolutely can. But yeah, like, but you just got to run the numbers and, and see, well, if I can get 10% more product on the pallet, is that offset by $2,000 offloading? Yeah, I see. Okay. I think, I think we covered it. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to look at some numbers? Yeah. So let me, data. I can find. So I don't know if you've talked to some shipping companies about booking a 40 footer. Yeah. Yeah. I but mean, we these have, days, yeah, they say ahead. rates are going to go up in July. I don't know if that's. Maybe because we're, we're nearing a quarter, the fourth quarter, right? So July, August, September is everyone's trying to push items in for Christmas. Typically, if, if you talk to just, just the freight forwarder, uh, the, the current rate for a 40 footer is in the $2,000 range, but that is just the voyage. Right. So none of these guys talk to you about the trucking costs or the paperwork costs or, you know, on, on both the U.S. and the Thai side, you know, and then all the other paperwork that's involved. But I would estimate that to do a full service into, let's say, our L.A. warehouse, it's probably going to be seven or eight thousand dollars because that's because everything else is like, you know, paperwork and trucking and all that and the labor of, of packing materials, that stuff. OK. So I'm looking up the packing list. But I'm looking it up, but it's, it's, a, it's, I think seven different SKUs in the 40 foot by, by carton. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's not too insane. We've, we have some, some sellers that sell one pallet's got 50 SKUs on it. Yeah. Seven or eight. So they're, they're pretty complicated to, to do the paperwork for. And thank you to our sponsor, our returning sponsor, Mercury.com online bank. Well, it's a real bank, but you can do it totally online for us. Our blimp program participants are going through this as well. Thank you, Mercury. Travis is great there. He's been on our show. He's been in our events. We're going to have another event where we will have them attending as well. And if you want to get a little bonus for you and us, if you sign up and do some special 
circumstances. You can go to globalfamasia.com slash mercury. I also have a video tutorial that we use even for the blimp people. I use the same exact video to learn how to use it. I hope you can check it out. Totally free. Why not? See you there. Thank you so much, Genghis. Again, with Genghis Gonzalez. I think first podcast interview he's been on, I believe he said. I think he did great, you know, but to me, it's about this really unique content, this content that's hard to find anywhere, you know, like, I, even, I have to be honest, I was even considering not publishing it. It crossed my mind. I'm like, this is just really juicy, really informative, valuable, no BS content. But I'm thinking, this is what Global Information is supposed to be, you know. I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I've been out in Asia since... 2007, like 15 years. Been selling online since 2004, almost 20 years. 15 years in Asia, 20 years doing e-commerce. And just like the cross-border summit, you know, people like Jengis are gonna be there. Yeah, we got some kind of famous people that are on podcasts, but we got a lot of people that are not famous, that are amazing, that will teach you and share with you just raw knowledge about how to do trade and business and e-commerce and Amazon from Asia, around the world. It's gonna be just an amazing one. You know, we still got like six months to go. It's been nice that we get people applying. We're talking to them, our team's doing great, talking to those people, making sure they're the right fit because I want this conference to be something that I want. We're no recordings, you know. We're gonna be just like 100, 150 max people with speakers and attendees and sponsors. So it's gonna be a really, really amazing one. And I'm just putting everything we got into this. And thanks Jenkins for sharing. Thanks to me, you know, thanks to our team. My team, actually our e-commerce team, not our content team, made the show notes because we put this also as an SOP because we learn new things. And again, it's kind of a little bit of a conflict of interest, a little bit, because I'm a seller and uh, I'm also a content sharer. But I said, whatever. I just hope you get something out of this, sharing this, the raw knowledge, the raw secrets that we get here, totally for free. It's a beautiful day. It's kind of hot, though. There is a, a lime tree right here. And check this out if you're watching. There's limes right there, you know? This is, this is what life is about, you know? You don't need lots of fancy things, you know? Just, just try to make a better life for yourself, your family, those friends around you. So, again, thanks for watching. I'm carrying my camera around for the intro, outro, and enjoying what I do, you know? Living it, breathing, e-commerce, Web3. I got some interesting things. We always got so much stuff going on. It's like non-stop work, non-stop work. Anyways, thanks for watching. Sending the best. This is going to be globalfamasia.com slash thailand-shipping. See you later. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.